0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Data Blitz podcast. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. Uh, we're back with another What the Fuck Wednesday. Um, so we're just going to shoot the shit next 40 minutes or whatever. Uh, talk about different stuff around the NFL, NBA, um, maybe some golf news, if you feel like bringing that up. I don't have anything on, on golf terms. Um, but there's a lot going on in the sports world right now to go over, so... Why don't you give us the first, what the fuck's going on?
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of like little things going on that, um, we're going to go over today. Uh, but I think the one big thing is kind of the controversy with the NBA all-star game. They were looking for a little more competitiveness this year and they pretty much got the opposite. <laughs> so, um, it was a extremely high scoring game, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember the exact score, but I know one team had over, the East had over 200 points. Yeah, 186 to 11. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> so, Carl Anthony Towns had a million points. Um, 50.
0: Crazy. Yeah, 50. Third guy 50 ever something. to do it in the All Star game.
1: Yeah, so lack of uh, defense. Um, kind of what we were expecting. I don't, I don't know why just going back to East West in Adam Silver's mind was going to solve the issue. Um, and it clearly didn't, <laughs> uh, did you have a take on this? Like, I know that your take is kind of scrap it and do King of the court, um, with the dunk contest. And, no, like kind of, I with- don't know if that's my take What'd-
0: about the game itself. I think the all-star game yeah. is, is fun. Um, they've got it. A- do something to make it better i think add a four point line for the all-star game maybe that does something then you have guys you know actually getting benefit from shooting out from ridiculous places like luca when he tried to get that two for two for one um <laughs> but yeah just adding some competitiveness or something nuanced to the game would do something different because these guys are just going to shoot threes maybe a couple twos you know just run down the court uh at half speed and it's, it's just kind of dumb um, so it was really the best shooters were able to put up the most points. So you had Shay put up 70% from three, he had 31 points. Uh Katie had 18 points on 50% from three. And then, you know, our biggest guys here actually I'm not seeing cat Oh, cat. Cat was actually only like 30% from three and just shot he took 30, a million shots 35 times. Yeah. All all of them choose <laughs> pretty much. Uh but he ended up putting up a ton of points. And then you know, I guess Tyrese Halliburton really showed that he was the best shooter in the three point contest uh, going 10 for 14. That's, uh that's all I have to say. You know, he got the skills challenge. He got the, one of the better shooting splits out of the um, the all-star game here. So he was really impressive.
1: Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton wanted to win MVP. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't get it done. But it was—I mean—that was, I mean, was kind of cool. Just like trying to do it for Indiana, you know, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, but I think one of the funny things in this game was uh, Luca getting stuffed by the rim.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of stupid shit that happens during these games. Uh, I don't know. It's it's brutal. Like the defensive stats here are pretty ridiculously poor. I think the. East team three had, blocks total. Yeah, the east team had one block and the west had two blocks. Uh, there were a decent amount of steals because people are just forcing in turnovers, but only eight and six. So I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Like that's <laughs> that's that's not defense. There's no defense we played, and I don't expect them to. Um, so that's why honestly I might be taking back that two v2 take or one v1 take or whatever it is. Because they're not going to play defense there either. So the guy who's just going to shoot over everybody is going to win that. And it's like, how can you play basketball without defense and make it fun? I don't know if you can.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here. We had, what, 25 turnovers total. I've seen Russell Westbrook do that in one game. Same um, with Jason Tatum
0: in the playoffs. Oof. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I don't know, like, I think something interesting would be, like, um, I don't know, like, you said, bring the three-point line back, might be a little weird if, like, say they brought it in.
0: No, bring the four-point line. You could do that. But, bring the three-point line in, no thank you, <laughs> they're all shooting, like, mid-range <laughs> jumpers, no. yeah. Uh,
1: well, then they have to play defense make
0: make make dunks worth three and then add a four point line.
1: I can see that
0: or make then... dunks each individual dunk gets scored and then is worth somewhere between one and five based off of their their dunk score.
1: <laughs> we're doing too much. we're doing too much.
0: <laughs> you have to make the offense only games uh you know. At least somewhere somewhat worth watching. Um all right. Anything else you want to go over yeah. with All Star Weekend? I feel like we have kind of drained it for all it's worth here.
1: Yeah. Um I know Adam Silver was still pretty disappointed with uh the outcome of this. So we'll see what uh what he wants to do, because you you know, he's not afraid to make a change.
0: No. Maybe he listens to our podcast and uh We'll be seeing that four-point line in next year.
1: Hey, he's got to do something.
0: Yeah. I'll at least that's out.
1: my opinion. Actually, will he
0: figure it out? I, like,
1: maybe not. I'm not interested in watching a guy, you know, or watching a team score 211 points. Like, at that point, in, like, every basket just doesn't matter.
0: It's cool. But, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, it's if, not 50 cool. points They're is a quarter of
0: that. Like... It's almost expected to get 50 at that point. Um,
1: There needs to be some sort of incentive.
0: Yeah. But what are they going to do? We've talked about so many different ideas and, you know, if we can't come up with it, I'm sure Adam Silver will never be able to.
1: Do it like the NFL. Do it after the playoffs, like before the NBA finals or something.
0: They should do that. But then this weird break in the middle. Game. I mean, honestly, just no, like reduce the games game. in the season. Then maybe they would try. Maybe do it. I think if you, th- you know what they should do it at the end is have this be the in season tournament week. Right?
1: And you, so get you, the have, the, for it.
0: you have the in season tournament all week this week. And then you also have your all stars. But if the all stars make it to the end of the in season tournament, they play in the in season tournament. Uh the you know, the guys that are playing there. And then everybody else plays in the all star game like the day after or earlier that day. And you have them kind of both.
1: I feel like then you're incentivizing them to not play hard because they're like, ah, like shit, like we're in this game instead.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
1: It's impossible. I think you gotta it's- incentivize it. With just money? Not necessarily, but something for their team or something like that.
0: The 31st pick in the draft.
1: Not like I don't know, like Wait, let's that say... would
0: make any sense. <laughs> for the all-star VG say... guy.
1: <laughs> let's say for like the East, like if if you're in the East and you win, like everybody on your team who did not make the all-star game gets a million bucks or something.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of money. To come
1: around. They have it. They have yeah. the money,
0: but I all right,
1: know. that's enough about that.
0: Yeah, that is enough about that. Let's move on. Uh, so you saw Matt Slater retired. What yeah, the fuck's going I mean, on with Matt Slater? Time. Sorry. yeah how does that make you feel this year uh you know what's your vibe on the patriots not bringing him back
1: um it's the official end of an era um he's really like that last piece of you know the heart of the patriot way for the last you know 15 years yeah so i mean he's I mean, Belichick said it himself. He's the greatest special teamer of all time. Um, it always seemed like he was the guy who was downing the ball at the one yard line, making the tackle when you needed it. Um, he was just, you know, doing his job, just the Patriot way. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's like the last guy. Um, I know that. You know, there's a lot of change going on within the Patriots organization right now. Um, and, yeah, he's 39. He's not going to hang around to watch that change, regardless of <laughs> how many times he gets on the field. <laughs> this year it was a lot, but...
0: Is he uh, on the books right now for you guys? I don't see him. Was he set to be a free was, agent?
1: Maybe. Plus, he doesn't get paid a lot.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that had any salary implications, because we did cover your off-season preview the other day.
1: No. But one thing off. that... uh. One thing we didn't uh, have for the cap preview that we did for the Patriots is the Pats um, are getting rid of Lawrence Guy. Um, He was our starting, well, one of our starting defensive tackles. Um, He was only, he only had a $3 million cap hit, and he was honestly like a a decent player, just kind of clogged up the holes. Um, So I think that kind of hurts a little bit.
0: Yeah, this uh, you know, the best cut, especially when you have so much cap space. Uh, how old is Lawrence? Guy is he like twenty eight? He's like older than that.
1: He's either twenty nine or thirty or something like that.
0: Okay. So yeah, I guess not what? the best play, especially when you're potentially bringing in a new quarterback to weaken up that line. Uh, you know, you'd want some consistency between the two seasons there outside of the quarterback position, to be honest. Um. Maybe, you're, maybe you guys are eyeing somebody up in, in free agency.
1: Well, we'll see. They increased the salary cap $8 million. So that was basically a free contract. So it doesn't really make sense to me why they would just cut him. I mean, he's good for depth behind Christian Barmore, who had an amazing season. Um, so I guess we'll we'll have to see what they do. Obviously, the Pats have a lot going on in terms of um, some of the free agents we mentioned. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they kind of just burn it to the ground and rebuild it, which seems like the direction they're headed in.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, a lot of implications for some of the other guys on the team besides that, though, if that is what's going to happen. Um, but we'll see what, what ends up happening as the season or as the offseason moves on. All
1: right. All right. Um, go ahead. Um, so kind of on that topic, um, what the fuck is up with these rumors uh, about Baker Mayfield potentially heading to the Patriots?
0: I'm not going to lie. I did not see this. Uh, really?
1: Yeah. Is, is it uh, from
0: his camp or is it – where is that coming from?
1: I, I have no idea. I have no idea, but I saw it <laughs> and – I thought it was interesting because they're saying that he has ties to some of the guys the Pats brought in. The Pats brought in um, the ex-Cleveland offensive coordinator, and he was one of the guys who drafted Baker. So they're saying that there is some ties there now, and the Pats could be interested and just you know snag him, draft Marvin Harrison, call it a day. That's um, a
0: reach. Honestly, that, that connection is a reach, but I would...
1: Yeah.
0: Be interested. Uh I think that'd be pretty I mean, cool. I think Baker's, you know, super solid, but he's probably gonna end up you know back with the Bucks. I don't see them not giving him a huge contract.
1: I think I think you would be stupid to leave the Bucks. I mean he had yeah. his probably in my opinion, best season as a pro.
0: Yeah, he did. He was Yeah, I'd say that's that's a comfortable statement. He did some stuff last year that was pretty cool, but no not making the all-star game or not all-star game the pro bowl uh yeah he didn't make the pro bowl he didn't make the playoffs like he's been really solid this year and it was cool to see
1: yeah i still want them to get a quarterback in the draft or do something but baker mayfield's not the answer he's not you know your pro bowl super bowl winning quarterback um I mean, you can win games, and, you know, Nick Foles won a, won a Super Bowl, so anything can happen. But I just don't see that as the answer for the Patriots right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's going to be their play long term. Um, it just feels like more of a patch-up job than anything, and I don't think the Patriots have, yeah. you know, necessarily a roster around Mayfield if they brought him in to make that into anything special. I think they really need to go hit that rebuild hard. All right. Um, so I saw a piece of news this week. Uh. So what the fuck is going on with the idea of Russ backing up the Jets? So or are going to the Jets and backing up Aaron Rodgers. It seemed like there was a little bit of news where somebody wanted him. I forget the exact, you know, guy, but there was an argument to be made. Like, you know, Russ is probably done with the Broncos right now, right? He's like 36 yeah. years old or something crazy old. Um.
1: He's not that old. Is he thirty three? Something like that.
0: He's only thirty one, actually. Wow. Yeah. Oh no, that's Russ. Ha! That's Russ, like the guy that sings. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, no, Russell Wilson okay. is, is thirty five. <laughs> so he's gonna be thirty six, uh, in November of this season. So he is thirty six years old. Um. All right. Shockingly, sadly, to be honest. Um, but yeah, somebody said that he could go back up Aaron Rodgers, and then you know, if Aaron Rodgers retires, Russ would kind of slot in as that veteran QB behind him as a way to kind of jump start, restart his career, go take a, you know, minimum contract of like a million dollars a year and see if you can provide some really valuable backup as Aaron rehabs his injury, as you know, a way to get him back on the on the wagon too um what's your take on that
1: you know it would be interesting um but at this point russ just simply doesn't have years to waste um, mm-hmm. which is hard to say because like after this year and the year before i don't know if there's a starting job for him in the nfl um he'll probably be a free agent in my opinion um He'll probably get released or something, and yeah. you know, some team will scoop him up when they have an injury. Um it doesn't really make sense for him to do this, and I don't know if it makes sense for the Jets, because how much are you gonna have to pay him to have him just ride in the pine?
0: I think you could do it for pretty cheap, uh, you know, on like a year to year contract or something, with like a maybe a player option. Um But you gotta but pay really sure.
1: him at least like what, ten million? Probably. That's but, not money that the Jets really have to throw around.
0: No, it isn't after looking at their cap space yesterday or two days ago. Um I'm looking for the Broncos and seeing what they would get by trading Russ. Or just cutting him. Uh they, in could, uh,
1: they could trade I don't know. They could cut Russ oh. and then trade him for like Alan Lazard. <laughs> like do a sign and trade.
0: 49 million a dead cap. Yeah. They yeah. cut him. They go fifty million deeper in the hole. Yeah. So this without cap up to
1: 85. Our... <laughs> yeah, without shit. without ruining um the preview of the Broncos cap, no, basically mind. they're fucked. They are fucked. Yeah. That's yeah, all I'm going to say for now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So no Russell Wilson to the Jets, even though it would be like a fun idea to see him back up Aaron Rodgers and, and watch that rehab, but it's they're probably not going to be able to afford him. First of all, you know, it's not even guaranteed that he'll be released. He might go get a, start, or a, a bench job somewhere because he isn't starting, uh, but maybe not over at the
1: Jets. Yeah. Um, so this past week, um, Tiger ended up getting sick, allegedly, um, in the middle of his round, I guess he wasn't feeling good when he showed up and he ended up withdrawing from the second round. Um, he was playing. All right. We kind of, we kind of talked about expectations and whatever, um, but kind of, what's what's your take on this? Like, he looked like he was pretty sick and he got carted off. Um, you mentioned something else that was interesting, if you would yeah, like there to was, share.
0: There was, like, some ambulance waiting for him outside of the clubhouse, I think. And he, uh, I don't think he actually ended up going in that. But there was, like, maybe some dehydration concerns with him being sick. <laughs> diary or something like that. Uh, brutal. <laughs> First of the all, Lamar but,
1: Jackson poop game.
0: Yeah, sounds like whenever Tiger gets it going, something's something's waiting around the corner to slow him down. Uh, I think he's he's got to do a lot to prove me that he's uh, not done forever. Like he's never going to be the same old Tiger. He's never going to win a tournament again.
1: No, I think he could I think he can make. You know, I think he can make some cuts and he's kind of grandfathered into all the majors. So we'll see him again, allegedly in what April for the masters. So we'll see him again. Um, I'm assuming he's probably getting an IV, (laughs) but be interesting to know what was going on. Um, yeah, it was just a little tidbit of news that I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, hope that he's good for the masters i mean obviously you know if he's not good in two months i don't know what type of diarrhea that was but i <laughs> hoping he'll be all right and you know maybe we'll see some old tiger probably not probably going to be some press conference about you know his, his ankle his knee, his back anything there is going to be a viable. and it's not like to discredit his injuries, just he's so fucking old at this point and he's been through so much and so many injuries. Like he's It's not invincible. He's he's gonna have a hard time.
1: Yeah, his body is old. I mean he's what, fifty something and his body is in the sixties <laughs> easily. Mm-hmm. Um fused ankle, knee surgeries, back surgeries like it's Golf is just way too hard of a game to not be mobile and be able to swing a golf club easily. Um, he kind of showed this week that he can still swing a golf club, um, but we'll see how long he can do that for. It's, just, it's hard walking yeah. these courses for him.
0: It just feels like it's a countdown at this point to when he's going to officially call it.
1: Yeah. I think he's probably got one or two years left of trying.
0: It's going to be a long one or two
1: years. (laughs) That's for sure. You want to jump over to our next topic?
0: Yeah. Uh, So I saw there was some potential news about the DAC contract. Um, What the fuck is up with the idea of DAC getting $60 million a year?
1: Well, with the salary cap continuing to go up... It's going to be interesting. Um, We kind of briefly talked about this during the football season, um, about how these quarterbacks are getting $50 million. It's kind of just fucking over their team um, because they're getting a quarter of the salary cap. And with the increases in the salary caps, these contracts are starting to look not as bad, not as bad. Every time it increases. Um, They probably had that in mind when they made these contracts. Sure, But... You know, there's going to be a new wave of quarterbacks that are going to start to get paid $60, $70 million a year. And it's going to happen eventually, and Dak's one of the first guys who's going to be due. And I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, he was an MVP frontrunner until the last few weeks, and mm-hmm. he deserves to get paid, but I, I, I wouldn't want to.
0: No, 60 million a year is really going to be brutal for the first, you know, 2-3 years of that contract. Uh hopefully they have enough guys signed right now that they'd be able to kind of last those 2-3 years and maybe supplement with picks. It seems like that's the viable and it's not really even that viable. But that's the going strategy right now. Um I know that Dak getting 60 million a year kind of makes sense cuz he's one of the better quarterbacks. One of the better quarterbacks that needs to be re signed right now. But somebody that's a little bit younger than him and I think could command a similar value that hasn't been re signed is Tua. How do you think yeah. that contract negotiation ends up looking?
1: That one's gonna be a little weird because as we kind of previewed the other night, um the Dolphins don't have too much space. They're paying Tyreek Hill thirty million dollars a year. Um, that's like basically paying like a mid-tier quarterback, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. So they're a little bit screwed with their cap. It's going to be interesting what they do with Tua. Like You're not going to start over. Um, Tua gets the job done. Um, I don't know. It's It's going to be wild what happens with the salary cap. I don't know why you would want to pay that much for a quarterback, but if they're commanding it and teams are willing to give it, then that's just how it's going to be.
0: Yeah. I, I I'm curious how high they would possibly go if, if there was unlimited numbers. Uh you know, if there was a bidding war for Patrick Mahomes, would a team put like two hundred million a year on Patrick
1: Mahomes? Uh, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Okay. Um so there there's something that was actually just posted that I saw. Um Ari Myrov just uh or quote-tweeted um, from the Amon Ra, like the St. Brown podcast. I don't know what it's called. Um, and they have Justin Fields on the podcast, and they kind of previewed it. The podcast comes out tomorrow when this podcast comes out, and Justin Fields is asked about why he unfollowed the Bears on Instagram, and apparently he has a reason. So... I guess stay tuned for, for oh boy. what we have to say about that. But I guess that's a good transition to kind of what we're thinking about with Justin Fields. If you want to take over from there.
0: Yeah. Well, there are some, have been some talks and concerns about, you know, Justin Fields future with the bears. Uh, and if it's not with the bears, which it kind of seems like it won't be, um, especially after that quick comment from Justin Fields, um, it feels like he might be going to the Steelers, Falcons. Uh, you know, even the Patriots are a potential option. There are commanders. There are a few teams that are in the running for Justin Fields. If, you know, they are able to get to top quarterback through the draft, which two of those teams I just mentioned actually are able to, if they want to. Um, but where do you think Justin Fields ends up going? Um, I know we've had some discussions about this kind of all season long. And what... What fit do you think is best?
1: I think the best fit is the Falcons. Um, I think the Steelers are going to be all in on him because Fields doesn't really have a choice where he ends up. Um, That's true. So I think the Steelers will throw what they can to get him because they they, they don't have an answer in their quarterback room. They made the playoffs, so they kind of screwed themselves unless they want to take uh, Penix or Bo Nix. Um, but we'll see if those guys are even available because, you know, if they, if let's say Justin Fields doesn't get moved before the draft, I can see the Falcons, you know, picking up a quarterback in the draft. Um, and then the Steelers also picking up a quarterback in the draft. And then it's like, where do we go from there? Um, I think ideally they're going to move fields before that, but yeah, I think, so. I think his best landing spots with Atlanta and I guess when he unfollowed the bears, he followed, uh, Pitts, I think London and like Bijan or something. Oh. So I think I think he's interested in going there.
0: Yeah. Uh okay, so if you are Atlanta, you probably wouldn't trade the eighth overall pick for Justin Fields. That'd be a little bit of a ridiculous uh move.
1: It would be, but I could see I could see the Bears commanding it.
0: I don't know if they have that leverage, though. Because, like, they're just going to sit on him.
1: Yeah, like, if if you're in a trade negotiation and you're like, well, if this guy's worth an eighth pick, like, why are you trading him? And just taking a chance on a new guy. Like, That's, you don't really yeah. have much to say there. So, I don't know. What do you give up for him? A, a second?
0: and well that's the thing i think the steelers have kind of one of the better picks to give up for them they have the 20th pick i think that that gap is substantial enough to where i think the steelers would give up 20 like kind of the perfect asset to give for justin fields but i don't think the falcons would give up eight and the falcons came in and offered their second rounder which is 43 that's a big difference uh so I don't know. I think
1: yeah.
0: outside of those teams, you know, maybe the Seahawks could be a dark horse contender for Justin Fields. Um, they kind of have the perfect team built up around them. You know, maybe the Saints, but they are kind of in cap hell and they wouldn't be able to re-sign him immediately. Um, I mean, they probably would somehow figure it out because the cap's not real, but they'd you know, they'd, they'd keep that running. Um, and they do have some guys at the quarterback position that just are viable. I don't yeah, know if anybody, the, the, maybe the Giants, the
1: Saints, the Saints have some guys that they can definitely cut. Um, but I don't. I just don't see Fields going there. It's got to be, be weird. either Atlanta or Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh will probably end up outbidding, and Fields will just be the same quarterback he was in. Chicago that he will be in uh, in Pittsburgh. So it's interesting. Pittsburgh is the best bet we'll because
0: they, yeah, they're AFC. I don't think the Bears are going to want to trade fields within the NFC. Um, so I think that kind of rules out the Seahawks, although the Seahawks would be able to make a better bid at 16 than the uh, Steelers would be able to make with pick 20. Um, I think both of those are kind of right in the good range of an offer for Justin Fields. Um, but I don't know, kind of up to the teams and we will see what he commands if he is moved.
1: Yeah. So, um, what the fuck is going on with, uh, Jokic's comments about, uh, telling Luca to come play in Denver? He said he's not going to leave Denver and that if Luca's ever unhappy, come play in Denver because he's not going there.
0: Imagine. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, Just the all... I mean, the Mavs kind of have been doing it for a little bit, but like the all-international team would be very interesting. They should just throw them over in London or something and <laughs> have a real international team in the NBA. That'd be pretty cool.
1: It would be. I don't know. Imagine traveling 82
0: think... games a year from London. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be ridiculous. Um, no, it would be cut. It's like, hypothetically, it's pretty cool. It's a
0: good fit. They're both really great passers, really great scorers, just really well-rounded players too. Yeah. Two of the best, two top five NBA players. Uh, Ooh. (laughs) I think they're two top five NBA players and they, you know, especially will be for the next five years. Um,
1: so, speaking of which, speaking Jason of what, Tatum, Jason Tatum said he's the best player in the NBA.
0: That's a take. Uh, he's very well rounded. He he plays better defense than a lot of people. He's uh, I think he he could still use some work on his facilitation. His assist numbers have gone up like every year, but his facilitation and maybe rebounding. Especially like offensive rebounding.
1: I think he could be a better shooter, honestly. Um,
0: yeah, but he takes like shoots, that's like the same argument as Jalen Brown. Like he takes such hard shots that it's like, aren't you happy that he makes them at a percent that he does?
1: Like, yeah, yeah, he could take making, easier ones and make them better. He's making thirty eight percent on threes, which isn't isn't horrible at all. Um, but I think in this modern day NBA, like. These teams who win, like the Warriors, Steph makes a ton of threes, like we said the other day, um, at a high percent. So I think in order to, you know, blow some teams out of the water, make this thing easier (laughs) and win more, he's got to be able to shoot the ball better. And I, I just don't see him as the number one right now.
0: Yeah, that's a tough, I mean, number one in the NBA, I don't think so. I think I have Jokic above him. Um, I think a healthy Embiid is better than Tatum, but you know, I think as overall players, he's not because he's never healthy. Um, I don't know. Jay might be up there for one of the best players in the NBA right now.
1: He's coming Giannis up. is up there. Of course, so. but I think right now you have to say Jokic.
0: Yeah, Jokic shouldn't beat like it has been for the past like three years,
1: and I think Steph is right there still too.
0: Steph is really good. Um, I don't know. That's tough though because he's not as all around. But if you just are looking for an offensive shooting threat, he's the best one. Yeah, and that can that can redefine your entire offense and redefine your entire defense too. If you have, you know, a guy taking shots like that and making them all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're back on defense before the other team gets the ball coming through the net. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's pretty helpful. Um, All right, so I want to go over a couple bets for the games that we do have coming up. Uh, I think we should cover Thursday and – I don't know. Honestly, just Thursday.
1: Yeah, we can cover – we can cover the weekend with the Friday podcast.
0: Yeah, because that, that podcast will be out on Friday morning in time. Um, so yeah, we'll just give some bets for Thursday. Uh, I actually, we haven't started keeping track of these bets. So we are going to officially start the count <laughs> post All-Star break. I feel like that's a good way to do it. I mean, I can go back and figure it out. Just really don't feel like it. Uh, You know, we've probably made, like, three picks each, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So we're going to make consistent picks for, you know, all the nights that we pretty much can um, for the rest of the season, including the playoffs. So we'll just do, like, five minutes at the end of every episode, give you guys a couple picks, explain why. I think that'll be great. Yeah. So... We have a shit ton of games on Thursday.
1: Sure do. Let's get into wanna... them.
0: I will let let's do a snake draft of our picks. Uh we each take two picks here.
1: Okay, so take our favorites.
0: Take your first favorite, and then I'll pick my favorite, and then you I'll pick my second favorite and then you pick last.
1: Okay. So my first favorite. And then favorite... these are all
0: spreads, right? Unless you unless you say otherwise, then it can be a money line bet.
1: Okay, uh, with basketball, I typically avoid the spread because it's so unpredictable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so all these will be money lines. Oh, um, first one, Denver over the Wizards. They are minus thirteen fifty. I can and they're minus fifteen spread. Uh, maybe I guess you could take that as a spread. It's probably likely.
0: Yeah. Probably likely doesn't sound too. Uh 15 and a <laughs> half is a lot of points, but you're going to you're going to take the biggest favorite of the night and be like, "Oh, I hit it. Fuck you." Uh yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to figure out some way to account for the odds here. Uh That's fine.
1: Come up with a uh, just throw it into like a parlay. Uh,
0: I don't know if that works. Like our two
1: picks. Yeah, just like all our picks, throw them into uh, throw them into a parlay. See who has the uh, best odds, and that person, if that bet well, we can, hits, you yeah, know, we could use the week.
0: decimal. We could use decimal odds. And then you could get like a percent of this whole thing. I'll figure it out. Um. So who do you got? So I like the I like the Nuggets pick. I don't want to ignore you there. I think the nuggets just are. I mean the wizards suck and the nuggets are amazing. So yeah. great yeah. pick. Um <laughs> I I'm looking at this and there's so many picks that I like. Uh and there's some dogs that I like too. I think one of the dogs that I like. Is Sneaky going to be the Magic against okay. the Cavs? I think the Magic match up really well against the Cavs. They're plus 265. Uh, it looks like they have like no bets on them. They opened at 310, so some sharp came in and put a ton of money on the Magic. Um, They're 1-2 and two against Cleveland this year, but I think they have a pretty good chance. They're 7-3 in their last 10. Cleveland's 9-1, so they're both pretty hot right now, but I think the Magic are... You know, really figuring it out right now, and I'm interested to see you know as that guard play develops, if they're able to keep it going.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, personally, I have the Cavs in this one, but I okay. can see a world where you know the Magic plus two sixty five. I mean, you justified it pretty damn well. You got me thinking. I still yeah, got the Cavs. I,
0: I, Magic are like the best team. For upsets. If you think that there's a potential upset, go look at the Magic and they'll probably do it. Especially over good teams. They're crazy.
1: That's true. It seems like they always beat the Celtics.
0: Yeah, they do. Um, um, yes. So sorry, the next one I have. In.
1: <laughs> so the next one I have is the Nets over the Raptors. Um, Nets are plus 110. They have a new coach and. I think the Raptors, you know, they're a pretty well-coached team, but it seems like they're honest. just two inexperienced, plus 110. Uh, the Raptors are a little inexperienced, and I think that this is just a game that the Nets are going to show up and win for no reason because they have nothing else to do but try to win.
0: Yeah, I think – I mean, the Nets do kind of suck what we've seen – And the Raptors are a better team, I think. But if there is some... I think the Nets just fire their coach? Yeah. And you think that's a good thing? Yes. Okay. I mean, I can (laughs) see where you're coming from. And there's a chance that the team kind of steps up in, in different ways and plays, you know, more to their strengths, and maybe they're being pushed into a system that wasn't, you know, necessarily leading to that. And and But I think the Raptors are the better team through and through, uh, and they should get this done. I don't know. I don't really like this game for bets. But that's all right. Could be interesting. Uh, so you have your dog. You have your massive favorite. I'm gonna take my massive favorite now. It's gonna be the Pacers. Um I love the Pacers. <laughs> Minus eleven and a half over Detroit. Detroit has been struggling recently. Uh they are three and seven over the last ten. The Pacers did hit kind of a cold streak going into the All-Star game, though, at five and five. Um and they're home. So I like the Pacers. Feels like Albert was able to get some some free shots up, and you know he should he should come out hot. So I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, minus six seventy. Not not as minus two thousand as you. Okay, so it was minus is six seventy. Easy bet. Okay, so we have those tracked right now. Uh, what the games begin? We got to figure out a punishment.
1: <laughs> Loser has to put five dollars ten dollars on the biggest underdog of the next week.
0: That could go really well though.
1: It could, but you're not likely, no. like if you put if you put five ten dollars on the wizards. Do
0: you get to choose <laughs> your night?
1: No oh well. It has to be the uh, worst game. Like, well, worst why, why
0: doesn't why doesn't the winner get to choose the bet for the loser? And okay. So, so the winner can fuck it up.
1: Sure. So like if that's you put funny. $10 it's like, on it's the like Wizards right now. Yeah, if you put the $10 we'll on the five Wizards bucks. right now, it's we'll do five bucks ten, a week. 10 for so, 90 uh,
0: That's awesome. That's so stupid.
1: Let's get this <laughs> going
0: through the NBA. I love this idea yeah or sorry well, this is the nba through the nfl
1: <laughs> that'll be interesting
0: yeah i think we could make a shit ton of money by being terrible better so That's the point
1: yeah yeah sweet Definitely possible Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. we, fi- we figured out betting
0: anti-betting
1: all right uh appreciate
0: everybody for joining us um i think we're gonna call it an episode here Glad you guys were able to be here for What the Fuck Wednesday, part three. Um, We will be back on Friday with more betting talk, more sports news, pretty much more of the same. Uh, really no structure right now as, you know, basketball doesn't really lead to much structure. So we're just going to keep talking about different sports news as it goes. Um, You know, as always, please hit the like button and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And I think there's the bell thing, too. And then if you're listening to your podcast, wherever you do that, uh, please rate the podcast, five stars, uh, leave a review if you can, and uh, follow there as well. And then if you want to follow us on any of our socials, just visit our website at datablitz.xyz and you can find any of the links to our socials right there. And if you want to sign up for our newsletter, which will be recapping each episode coming soon, um, do that there too. So,
1: Yeah. I, I just listen, one thing. I just have yeah. one thing. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, I'm going to post a college baseball parlay if you're interested. Um, last week I hit 19 out of 20 legs (laughs) just for shits. Um, Fridays are the easiest day to bet on college baseball because it's always the best pitchers in each team facing off. So I'm going to, I'm going to post that.
0: I don't know if anybody knows why you're uniquely qualified to give these bets. Would you like to? Humble brag?
1: I mean, not really, but um, <laughs> I, I did play Division I college baseball, so I know a little bit about college baseball. That's about it.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's your shit. So I will be tailing that. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. I don't know if I could say that. Uh, just a reminder that this episode is <laughs> for entertainment purposes only uh, in any betting and fantasy sports place must be taken with a grain of salt or i don't know i don't have the whole thing up uh so (laughs) (laughs) all right appreciate everybody for tuning in
1: thank you guys